everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speaks. Hello. My name is Caroline. My name is Beth. It is. She tried to think of a joke for a second. She couldn't come up with one. Because you already used the one where you say, and my name is also Caroline. Yeah. Which I don't even think is funny. Can't do it again. Nope. We don't reuse jokes here. Unless we do it accidentally and we just forget that we said it. In which case, that's just because we're dumb. Yep. And it's fine. So, this is episode three of season two, which is the first episode that Spike is in. How dreamy. He is very, well, no he's not. (laughs) I was going to say, he is very dreamy, but he's not really. He's funny though, and I like him. He's the best. I care about him. I'm excited to see... Because I, I understand that, like, him and Buffy get involved in some sort of romantic relationship. And yes. am I wrong? Yes. Yeah, no, no, and, you're not uh, wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Yes, they get involved in some sort of romantic relationship. So I'm really, really interested to see how they're going to go from this, like, fucking badass big bad. He's awesome. I, one of my notes is, what a fucking entrance. Because he, he crashed. For those of you who don't remember, he crashes through the Sunnydale, like, welcome to Sunnydale sign. And gets out in his fucking motorcycle boots. And he's like, home sweet home. <laughs> and I was like, that's how you enter. That's how you, that's how you in, introduce a villain. Yep. And he is accompanied by a fellow vampire named Drusilla, yep. who is weird. Drusilla she, is weird. She has these porcelain dolls that she talks to, and she's like, Oh, Miss Edith, you have to face the wall because there's no cake today. Which is like... <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't even know what to make of this woman, of this vampire woman. Two of she's, my different notes are Drusilla is so weird. She is just she's Yep, she's weird. Is she, she is she vital to the plot later? Yeah. Or is she I mean, just there to be a freak? She and Spike are like kind of a package deal. Yeah, I noticed so that. They, One of my notes is, why is this happening in front of everybody else? Because Spike Spike <laughs> and Drusilla, they roll into town. And, oh, by the way, I forgot up. to... Yeah, I forgot to say I'm still on my headphones. But this is the last This is the last episode. This is the last episode. We're doing all of these in one day because I am moving. I'm, yeah. I'm going through a very lengthy moving process. And so yeah. we had a free day and we decided to record everything today. Yeah. So we have the next couple weeks off. But this will be the last episode when I have the headphones on. Anyway, Spike and Drusilla roll up into the club. They get out and all the other vampires like, are what like, what up? I Whoa. got a big cock. Yep, that's exactly how it is. That's it. Shout out that, to Macklemore. Yep. Welcome to Macklemore yeah. Speak. <laughs> um, so he meets all the other vampires and everybody's like, Spike, what are you doing here? Because Spike's like so popular with all the vampires. And then in the middle of talk, like, they're all having a conversation, and Spike just ends up going on this tangent and then ends up inches away from Drusilla's face, and she, like, scratches him and sucks his blood. And this is happening in a large group of people. And, like, okay, so I'm not a vampire, so I guess I don't know the customs, mm-hmm. but 
could have I'm a human me. and I understand human customs. And I know that if I was in a large group of people having a conversation with an old friend of mine and his new weird ass girlfriend started <laughs> kissing his neck or something like that, not even necessarily sucking his blood because it's kind of iconic of vampires. But like if, if she was just like started kissing him or even like touching him sensually in the way that Drusilla most definitely was, I would be like, what the heck? <laughs> and all the other vampires are just like, I guess we're rolling. Like, what are we going to do about it? I guess this it is, is what it happening. is. Yeah. Um, and also, since we're, let's just keep talking about Spike for now. Does he kill the anointed one at the end? The anointed one is gone is that what forever. Happens? He's dead. He's just gone. He, yeah, and he, <laughs> Spike throws Okay, so I know he's, like, the anointed one, but he's a child. So Spike picks up this child, throws him into a large cage, and lifts him into the sunlight, I guess it was? Yeah, because he was a vampire. Right. And then he's just gone. And it's, like, that was really anticlimactic. I saw it because we had all this build up and the kid was so weird. I told you, I don't like it whenever kids act like adults. And so the whole time he's like, yes, master. Ah, what should we talk about today, master? And I wasn't having it, was not having his shit. And I was <laughs> expecting like some really big build up where the anointed one like starts levitating over everybody. And he's got like, I don't know, like magic powers, like light powers. And he's like killing everybody. And this is how I imagined him to be, and instead he just dies in a cage at the hand of a dude who's a total bottle blonde. Oh, sorry, I moved yep, around. I forgot yep. I had my. Sorry. Oh shoot! I gotta. I was gonna do. I'm make. I'm making a funny joke. <laughs> oh, were you gonna play? All right. Just let me. Let's. Let let's me pour one out for the. Let, let's pour one out for the anointed one. You were completely unnecessary to the plot. <laughs> Nobody what needed song you is around. That? It's I will remember Hold on, you. that's so loud. Is it? Yes. Okay, well, we've done our morning. <laughs> that was for the anointed one. Goodbye, little eight-year-old boy who kind of looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and talked like he was in a Wes Anderson film. Um... The reason, I didn't know this until, like, pretty recently. The reason they killed him off was because he was going through puberty too fast. Oh. And he was supposed to be, like, immortal. Right, right. I feel, mm, still seems silly. Yeah, I I don't know. Still feels like a waste. He, I don't know. I never cared for him. Me neither, but, like, if he's going to be... Amen. Um, let's see, what else? Let's talk about Sheila for a second. So one of the subplots of this episode is that Principal Snyder, who sucks, by the way, Principal Snyder, I can't wait for him to... He dies, right? Of course he does, right? So I can't wait for him to die. And so (laughs) Principal Snyder takes Sheila, who is just, like, this, like drugged out maniac and she's a she's a she's an abs exact dupe for allison from the breakfast club 
Basically, yeah. Like, she's literally and exactly like her. She talks like her. They have the same hair. They dress yep. the same. Yep. Uh, Allison is the basket case, for those of you who don't know the names. Ali Sheedy. Right. And so, um, yeah, so Principal Snyder has, what's her name? Sheila. So she is in the principal's office with Buffy. And the Principal Snyder is like, you guys are the worst. And you guys have to put on parent-teacher night. Because Buffy burned down a school, which she has not even burned down this school. Right. Right? He's still punishing her for, like... Something uh, that she already got expelled for. That's right. double jeopardy. That's un- <laughs> that's un-American. So he's like, Buffy burned down her old school, which is not true. She burned down part of her old school. And Sheila, he reveals, has just stabbed, stabbed one of teacher. her teachers <laughs> with with pruning shears. And he's like, you guys are on the same level, even though Buffy has like done her best to reform herself. I can't stand Principal Snyder. It's so confusing to me because, like, um, yeah, one of my notes was if Sheila had stabbed a teacher, she shouldn't be in school. No. She should be in jail. For sure. And he's just like, you guys are both the worst children in the school. And Buffy's just, like, accepts that. And I'm like, Buffy, Mm -hmm. you deserve better. But anyway, so Sheila, Sheila loves to party. She shows up hungover. She's very, she reminds me a lot of a girl that I went to high school with. She shows up and she tells everybody. She's like, oh my God, I'm so hungover. And she like wears her sunglasses all day. So everybody knows she's hungover. That's Sheila. And so (laughs) Sheila goes to one of these parties, one of these parties on a school night, I might add. And she leaves with these twins and Del she's like, and like Darren or something. It's something like that. But this is my favorite line of the episode. She goes, I bet, I sure hope you guys weren't lying about having a Cadillac. I'm crazy about a cad. This is what <laughs> she says to try to be sexy mm-hmm. to these twins that I'm assuming she's trying to have a threesome with. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I don't understand Sheila. She ends up getting turned into a vampire, so I'm sure she's not going to, like, show back up. She ran away from the fight. But, yeah, mm-hmm. she... Sheila... Sheila's a mess. She really um, is. Who else should we talk? Oh, but the banner that they made for Parent Teacher Night looked amazing. It looked so good. I was very impressed with the 3D All the, the lines 3D were so, like, even and... Yep. Yep. And I know that it was printed... But like in a production shop, but it was very impressive. Good mm-hmm. banner, good banner, everybody. Yes, proud of proud of you all. Okay, what else? Who else do we want to talk about? Um, let's see what else happened in this episode besides Spike, because I just love Spike. Um, um Angel oh. is there. Angel. One of my notes is about how Angel just eavesdrops on a conversation and waits for the perfect moment to enter. And so (laughs) this particular episode, they're talking and they're like, we don't know anything about Spike. What are we going to do about Spike? And then um, Angel like walks in and says something like, I know something about Spike, like just really dramatic. And he's just he's waiting behind the bookcase. He's waiting to enter. That's what's happening. That's all Angel (laughs) does. 
I have mixed feelings about Angel. It varies from episode to episode. Yeah. Um. Shoot. Yeah, it's interesting. Everything is really coming together. Oh, I'm so yeah. excited for the rest everything's, of the season. Everything's really revving up. What else happened? Cordelia and Willow got trapped in a utility closet together. Cordelia oh, was, was very so funny, funny this episode. Yeah. This uh, episode in general was just really, really funny. Oh, yeah. I liked, um, well, first off, I liked when Cordelia, they're all in the library, and they're like, this Saturday night, all the vampires are going to come out. And uh, Xander goes, do you remember when Saturday night just meant date night? And Cordelia goes, you sure don't. Because (laughs) who would date Xander? Right? Am I right? Am I right, ladies? That was a funny moment. Queen Um, in if you would date Xander. Ugh. If you do, you're getting blocked. Just so you know. Um, and what was another funny moment? Oh, whenever Angel, like, tries to trick, or, yeah, Angel tries to trick Spike, and he's like, man, you sired me. You were my Yoda. That was funny. <laughs> it was funny to me that a vampire knew who Yoda was. Yeah. There were just a lot of really good moments this episode. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I liked the script a lot of this episode. I also enjoyed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't take too many notes because I was so enthralled. Yeah, yeah. Which, was like, which was me a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I was so into the episode this week that I, I just, I freaking love this episode so much. I yeah. always have. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, and we got to see, like, Okay, so does Joyce know that Buffy's a slayer now? Okay, so Joyce Joyce is at the school for parent te- this is for the yes. listeners. So Joyce is at the school for parent teacher night and then Spike like decides to attack. And so um Joyce is in the school like with Buffy and all the vampires and she knows that like Buffy is going out and fighting them and Buffy like gets everybody out of the school. So does Buffy do Buffy wait. Do Joyce and Principal Snyder know that Buffy's a slayer now? I will say Joyce definitely doesn't know. So what does she she just thinks that Buffy is just like an action hero I guess? She lets her daughter like crawl up into the ceiling (laughs) and go fight these bad guys. They kind of when she does find out Buffy's like, what on earth do you think I've been doing? Yeah. Yeah, at this point, I think Joyce is just kind of in denial. If she's not, like, accepting, like, okay, something is clearly different about my daughter. Yeah, right. It's, um... They, at at a later point, well, when that happens, Uh they kind of make a parallel to uh, being a slayer is like being gay and 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 joyce or well not it's not like being gay but her her telling her mom she's a slayer is the same as someone coming out to their parents yeah yeah and her mom joyce says have you tried not being the slayer (laughs) and all this stuff really an appropriate response but okay joyce and we trust um, you but uh they um it's just 
I guess it's just like you're just so oblivious. Like that's the thing. Joyce is like well-meaning, and she's very like like she she cares very much about Buffy, but she's so blind. Yeah, and I think like I think she's as good of a mother as she can be at this point. Because the thing is, is that she just doesn't know. Right. You know. Like, I'm sure she would be a completely different kind of mother if she knew what Buffy was juggling. But instead, she's like, Buffy, just wait until you get a job and stuff (laughs) like that. And, like, Joyce was harsh at the beginning of this episode. Mm -hmm. She was like, she was like, uh, she was like, I moved and I started a new life because you got expelled from your old school. And Buffy was like, and I know you don't want to have to do that again. And Joyce was like, I just don't want to be disappointed in you again. That was harsh. And it's like, Joyce! That was you can't hard to say hear. those things. Um, I, uh, oh, okay, so this is, this kind of confused me when I watched it. What on earth could Snyder have told her? That would have made her be like, Buffy, get in the car. Like, what has Buffy done? I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't like Snyder. Because, like, like I don't understand what she's done at this point. Like, I know she's cut class, right? That's what they keep right. saying is that a lot of these adventures are happening during school days when Buffy's supposed to be in class. Mm-hmm. And so, and, like, apparently she's not making great grades. And so, I mean, I guess that's what... He told her because the thing is that Buffy hasn't done anything. That's why Snyder pisses me off so much. Right? Is that like she hasn't? All she's done is save people's lives. What was the last? Wait, what was the last episode we just watched? Um, I don't know the name, but it was the oh one right, right, right. There was the zombie, the, the zombie people. Right, right, right. But yeah, so she didn't cause any like commo. I'm trying to think of like the last time that she caused like a public commotion in the school. It's never been her. No. I hate Snyder. Snyder's the new Xander. (laughs) I like Xander now more because Snyder's there. Which, by the way, okay, at the end, at the very end of the episode, the police... Which, by by the way, the police came. Yeah, the Sunnydale police. The Sunnydale police arrived on the scene in order to deal with a crisis at Sunnydale High School... For the first time since this show has started. (laughs) So that happens. But eventually, like, they wrap everything up and they drive away. And Willow and Cordelia are still in the building in that utility closet. And my question is, like... What? Oh, yeah, they're praying. Um, (laughs) I love Cordelia. Her prayer is like, I will not be mean to anybody unless they really deserve it or unless it is my time of the month in which case nobody can hold me responsible for that <laughs> which is true and um but yeah so like do xander slash buffy not try to go find willow right yeah to make sure she's okay because she's just in there maybe they're like going to her house maybe they assume she got out or something but that's I still a good feel point. like I honestly had not thought about that. Did nobody like search the school to make sure? Because Buffy says she says, "Oh, my mother Snyder and four others are in this room." Uh, Willow and Cordelia ran the other way. I don't know if they're anyway. And she's like implying, like I don't know whether or not they're dead, mm-hmm. but she knows that they ran the other way. 
these are the issues I have. This and Principal Snyder. I miss Flutie. Sorry, I got too close to my microphone for a second. I miss well, Principal Flutie. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, fun fact. I have a couple fun facts about Spike. <laughs> okay. Tell them to me. So James Marsters, who's the actor, mm-hmm. he, um... He's wonderful, by the way. He's one of the best actors on the entire show. He's awesome. Because I was, I was thinking about it, because, like, that line where he says, like, you were my sire, man. You you were my Yoda. That could have been <laughs> such a cheesy line. But instead, it was just funny. Like, it's like it's intended to be, you know, like, and it could have been, like, ugh, that was weird. Mm-hmm. But he did he did such a good job with like the snarkiness and just like just being really natural. Props props to that man. Anyway, tell me more about this guy. He um he initially sorry he initially auditioned um with a Texan accent for Spike because James Marsters is an American and it is so, so was- hard to tell. He has an incredible British accent. Yeah, he sounded really good so far. Him and Drusilla, who I hate. <laughs> so um, he originally auditioned with a Texan accent. And was it like, not? I guess it wasn't specified as British at this point. Uh, no. I mean, yeah they they just like they wanted a snarky kind of like really cocky. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big man on campus. Got it. Vampire. And he auditioned with a Texas accent, and they told him to go with British, um, which I think works better. Yeah, me too. I agree. Um, it makes sense in the story, I think, because Angel is Irish. Oh, that's right. Angelus. Angelus. That's his real name. Yeah, not, I like that- seeing... Should I go? No, you can go. Okay, um, so I like seeing, uh, there's a certain part when Angel's, like, trying to trick Spike, and he's like, Spike, what are you doing here, man? Hey! (laughs) And he, like, talks to him, and I loved seeing that side of Angel so much more than seeing this, Buffy, are you okay? I came as soon as I heard. Right. Like, that's so boring (laughs) compared to, like, he's like, oh, you know, I just, I just feed when I can. Thanks for distracting the Slayer for me. You know, and he's saying, like, she's cute, but she's not that bright. And he's, like, being really snarky and funny and, like, charismatic. Mm -hmm. And then, like, as soon as Spike leaves, as soon as he, he's like, anyway, let's go find everybody, I guess. If that's, I guess I'll do that if that's cool enough. Anyway, that's how I feel about Angel. There you go. Do you have um, any more fun facts about Spike? Yeah, uh, he acted. Um, he he has acted every scene with Buffy like he was in love with her, but he didn't know it yet. Every single one so far. Yeah, he Even said that he's he said he started out and he was like, I think that Spike has some kind of thing. For this slayer, but he doesn't know it yet because he's with Drusilla. Right. So I'm trying if, to, the only scene that I can think of from this episode in particular is whenever they first meet, and she's like, she's like, "Do we really need weapons for this?" And he's like, "I like them. They make me feel all manly." <laughs> yeah. But yeah. 
So he said that's interesting. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. He said he's acted it. He said he tried to act like that. Also, another fun fact. Oh, never mind. Well, this this is kind of funny. Um, this is more for later in the show, but. He said sometimes there would be times when Spike would be in a scene and, and, and the script really wouldn't specify why he was there and there was no reason for him to be there. And he said that he pretended he pretended that when that happened, Spike had um, decided, had either he had come into the room to kill Xander, but he had either forgotten or decided not to. That's his, that's his reason every time? Yeah. I'm a fan of that reason, as you might have guessed. Dude, I bet... Do Spike and Xander have little banter-offs? Oh, yeah. they try to make... Well, Spike is... So, without giving anything too much away, Spike is really big in this season, not so big in the next season, and then big in the seasons four through seven. So, he doesn't really feature in season three. Oh, Okay. But um, he's big in this season, and then four through seven. And so he definitely interacts a lot more with a lot of the other characters. He just, like, in this capacity, in this season two capacity, he um, he's more of, like, a villain. And he acts in that, in that role. Yeah. But he eventually pulls a uh, Prince Zuko and switches over, right? Kind of. Yeah. I'll just wait and see. I'll just wait and see. His his arc, I will say his arc is one of my favorite character arcs like on TV. On TV? He's he goes he is it does better a lot than of, Prince Zuko's arc? No. Okay, I didn't Zuko's, think so. It's similar to Zuko though. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um Zuko's great. Uh but um he he's a really good character and I really really, really like him. I'm glad he's here now. And this is just a good episode, dude. Like it really is. Do you wanna you wanna go ahead and read it? We're we're about to wrap up, I guess. Sure. Um, I'm I'm gonna give this episode at, at the first ten of the show. Really? This is one of my favorite episodes. I was just gonna give it like an eight. That's I respect that. Okay. I freaking love this episode. I'm holding out for I'm holding out for something better. I'm holding on to my ten. Holding out for a hero. Yep. Um. I need a hero. <laughs> Man, I love it when the fairy godmother sings that song on Shrek. I can't. I, I don't think there's any other like place that that song is appropriate, but Shrek. Right. Like, there's a lot of things that are only appropriate in Shrek. <laughs> like being an ogre. Like um. Being an ogre, like Eddie Murphy as a donkey. donkey, and yeah, and who's like Cameron Diaz married as to an a act- dragon, right? Or Cameron Diaz as an actress. <laughs> oh no! Did I say that? We went oh, there. No. Well, we totally did. Well, Man, our whole seven listeners are gonna be so pissed. The letters are gonna pour Cam- in. Right? If Cameron you like Diaz, Cameron Diaz, tweet us, and we will block you. Cameron we'll Diaz is the weakest link in the in the movie The Holiday. I've never seen the movie The Holiday. Well, it's on Netflix. There's your I've recommendation. Been... No, Box Trolls is the recommendation. Well, if I... listen, 
I know these episodes are going to come out one week apart, but it's if it's been one week and you still haven't watched Box Trolls, I have a bone to pick. <laughs> I got a bone to pick. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Uh, um, that guy's so good. True. All right. So I gave it an eight. You gave it a ten. I yeah. The, uh, I don't know well, this why. Season, this season, I I just think it's fun. Honestly, it's just fun. It um, is. This season is full of tens, though. Like it's not it's not fair because this season has like I can think off the top of my head like five more episodes we're gonna get that are like perfect objective. All right, all right, all right. I'm excited, my friend. Yee. All right, you got anything else to say? Um, I'm, I love Spike so much. I am so uh-huh. excited for him in this season. Great. Me too. I agree. A- and, um, R.I.P. the Anointed One. Oh, dude. R.I.P. That's so sad. All right. Uh, as you know, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. And our personal Twitters for mine, I'm Caroline Sears. My friend here is Beth Lindley. And uh, our, uh, it is true, I swear, I swear to it. And our personal Twitters are in, uh, in the Twitter bio of the Buffy Speak page, if that made sense. That felt like a confusing sentence. So um, we bid you adieu Play with a song out, Sarah. For, for the anointed one. Yeah. Rest in peace. Will you remember me? I sure oh, will. This song, by the way, was suggested by my friend Summer. <laughs> I, I was looking for new death songs. So, shout out to my friend Summer. Thanks, Summer. Alright. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs>